right. phone girl. I gotta get my dock open so see I can see where we're at and shit. I had it open and I just threw my phone away. Okay. Ready? I'm always ready. That's a lie. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Okay. Hello, it's Oopsie Daisy. I'm Ashley. And it's Vanessa. <laughs> Cracking a cold one. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's Canadian. Ooh. It's not a Canadian. It's a lumberjack? Brewery. Yeah, it's, it's Great Lakes Brewery. Canuck Pale Ale. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know that was my spiel. That, that That's the whole thing? Yeah. That's mm. it. I wanted to see your reaction of me popping open a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well... So, I know... I, I, I don't even know why we apologize anymore, but uh, <laughs> about like not like doing podcasts. Uh, but it's just I don't know. I have so much work to do, and then I don't feel like editing. It's okay. I'll I'll take this. I'm just fucking lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time I posted that we were gonna post the AU episode because it was a banger, and then it was Mouse and Man or whatever. <laughs> I got people revved up for a uh, for nothing. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fucking lazy. I just say this because we got that Tumblr uh, question. Oh, the one where it's like, "Why aren't you doing shit?" And I'm like, "Because we're shit." Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? When you texted me and I was like, "Oh, I'm busy." Yeah. I didn't in- initially mean to have the a in there. Yeah, well, it's to go like there. I'm busy. You're busy. You got some. I just was putting a bunch of Y's and it changed it to an A, and I'm like, "Well, it, it still fits, so it's it, good." It's going with it. You're just busy. Yeah. Do we want to throw things up a bit and and do a question first instead of last? Sure. Because we got one today. Well, not today, but oh, maybe it was yesterday. I think I saw the one you're talking about. Yeah. Is where did we get the idea for the Survivor AU? Let me tell you. <laughs> Ashley's fucking obsessed with Survivor. I'm not obsessed with Survivor, you but it's watch- like the only reality show that I actually like. Like You watch it every season religiously. Well, no shit. It's so- like, like, it's fun. <laughs> You're obsessed. But I don't know like, what made us think of it. But it- well, just with anything, like we're talking about, I think we're just randomly talking about Survivor, and then we just like always relate it towards Daisy. Like, oh, how would Daisy do this? Like, oh, because Mike likes it. Yeah, Mike likes it. So you're like, oh, what if? And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> so basically, we both liked it because Vanessa has watched some seasons. Yeah, I'm very I watch on it. And off. I watch it basically every season, and I know Mike watches it, like, basically every season. So I think it just, we were talking about that all, and then because Mike has, you know, said stuff about it, I brought that up, and then I'm like, oh, like, maybe he, like, Derek should be, like, in Survivor, and Casey. Like, it just, things, like, spout off like that, and you just, like, obviously relate 
anything that's happening, be like, how would Derek and Casey react to being pushed into the situation? Kind of like we did with the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and our other AU that's coming. Yeah. That will will be most likely posted well, before that this. That one's really random. It's not like we experienced. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It'll be out before this and you'll love it and it's a banger. Yeah, what we're talking about, you've already listened to, probably. Yeah, we can and if hope. Not, it's the Mafia AU. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, any other reality TV show you want Daisy to be in? I think I've never watched the show, so I have no idea how the concept works. But I feel like having them do the Love Is Blind thing. Fuck. And they don't know. It's the like. I feel like they should, but because they can't see each other, they're not hearing each other's voices. Maybe exactly. Oh, it's like those shows where they morph the voice, or they try to like say it's not them. Like they have a feeling it could be, but it's not. I don't Mm. know. I just think it'd be really funny. Then, like when they meet, they're just like, uh. (laughs) See, I'm different. I don't watch those type of reality shows. I'm I don't over- either. I the, I only literally watch Survivor. My reality show is watching Wicked Tuna and A Deadliest what? Catch. Oh. <laughs> Listen, God. Wicked Tuna is wild. You don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, that's my type of shows. I, I watch the blue collar work shows. That's it. And I go, this is interesting. <laughs> That's it. That's I was my watching. Show. I was watching a bunch of documentaries yesterday and the day before. Don't get me started on documentaries, yo. I just finished about about U.S. history that you don't know. Untold U.S. history. Yeah, I finished uh, one on Netflix called Fear City, and it's about the mafia. Oh, hmm. <laughs> it's very interesting. It takes place in the seventies and eighties. It's very good. Mm-hmm. My mom loved it. <laughs> we watch a lot of true crime stuff and yeah, history related documentaries and stuff. I mean, if there was serial killer documentaries, yeah, I could put Casey in that. There you go. <laughs> All right, so there's another part of that question. Yes. <clears throat> Have you ever watched? Oh, sorry. When it comes to respecting their partners, who is better, Derek or Casey? Uh, that's just, I guess Casey? But I feel like she's also kind of... she. She's weird. Like, she wants to be pampered, but then she's like, I'm a feminist. Like, I don't need to be pampered. Why are you pampering me? While also being like, why aren't you pampering me? It's very confusing. And I feel bad for her boyfriends. Because, like, besides, like, Max, he was dumb. And he didn't really understand things well. Classic. But, you know, he wasn't a bad boyfriend, per se. Like, I don't know. He was just a bit clueless. With Truman, I mean, he's a piece of shit. He's just an asshole. Um, and I hated that they ever brought him back into the picture. Mood. But, uh, 
Did she have... Oh, Sam. Sam was clueless, too, though. He was clueless about how to handle someone like Casey. Like, I don't know. Like, I think she had too many high expectations of him. I think the main problem with Casey is her communication. Yeah. Like, I think her boyfriends would be a lot... At least Max and Sam... It would have gone a lot better if she just up front was just like, hey, you know, this bothers me when you do this. Could you not? And then, like, they probably would have been like, okay. Or just, like, just talked a little bit more than just assumed of each other. Derek, he just kind of wants to do the bare minimum. Horrible. Like, you'll see in this episode, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) I took a great time to answer these questions. Mm. And uh, with Sally, I can't remember too much of his relationship with her. I don't remember it. Because I didn't really watch season four that that much. Maybe Um, we'll get there. Who knows? Maybe. We're almost at season three. Oh, wow. Okay. We only have one more episode after this one. What? Before we're at season three. My goodness. It it took us like two years to do two seasons. (laughs) That's how we're doing it. Every year we do a season. Stay tuned. (laughs) Well, okay. So the first two seasons, I think, were what? Like 12, 13 episodes? I don't know. I think something like that. Or something, right? Yeah. The next one's like 24. And the, the fourth season's like 18. Jesus Christ. And then we have the movie. Jesus Christ. But well, think about it. Okay. If we get that new show, we have something live to talk about. Yo, if we get to the fucking movie, this podcast is going to be like two to three hours long for the episode. <laughs> Maybe we could do two parts. Yeah, but they'd have to be like released like pretty much the same day. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see when we get there, which is... A while from now. That's true. Okay. Uh, and have you watched TDI? Thoughts on this amazing show? It was my first Canadian TV show. What the fuck is TDI? Yeah, I was. I watched. I saw this, and I was like, "Um, I want to answer this, but I don't know what TDI is." Let me Google. TDI what? Canadian show. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. TDI <laughs> Canadian. Show. Vanessa, you're obviously not Canadian enough. You don't know what TDI stands for. Is it Degrassi? <laughs> I don't know what Degrassi is. The Degrassi? <laughs> the Degrassi or TDL? Is it TDL or TDI? TDI. TDI. Okay, I'm getting Total Drama Island. Uh, <laughs> what is that? It is a Canadian show. It is shortened to TDI. I think that's it. It's a cartoon. Well, it's, a, it's a reality show. Is that a reality show? No, it is a cartoon that premiered in Canada in 2007. I, I It's a I parody. Oh, it's a parody. The season... Okay, the actual show is Total Drama and there's a season where it's a parody of Survivor. Oh my god. And then it's <laughs> Total Trauma Island. <laughs> I've never heard of this. <laughs> Wait, they did a whole season where they're doing like Survivor. 
Yeah. Total Drama <laughs> Island is set in the fictional titular reality show, which follows the competition of 22 unsuspecting and unknowing teenagers at Camp Wawanakawa, the most rundown, bug-infested, disgusting island located in the unspecified area in Muskoka, Ontario. So, it's Survivor <laughs> Cartoon. <laughs> yeah. I have never heard of this, but you know that Ashley's gonna watch this now. Ugh. So, yeah. Totally never right. heard of it um, till now. Okay. I'll have to look into it to see what it's like. I mean, I never watched Total Drama. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know if I will understand Total Drama Island, but... Yeah. Eh. I've never heard oh, of it. The only shows I've seen from Degrassi, I mean, from Canada, same thing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, is Degrassi. Uh, what the hell is it called? It was called Open Heart. That was one, I know. That that had... Are you sure it's not uh, in a heartbeat? No. This was Open Heart. It only had one season. I was hated that they only had one season. Murdoch Mysteries. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like what it was called. The latest buzz. Oh, I remember that. With like Little Monroe Chambers and Justin Kelly and Vanessa Morgan and I know the chick. Uh, she was like the I guess like the leader or the editor or whatever. She was like the tall girl. She was like black. I don't know her name. But she was, like, the one in charge of that radio network, whatever that thing was. It was like a newspaper thing, wasn't it? <laughs> newspaper? I don't know, but she was in charge of it. Let's see. It's, it's been years since I've watched the show. Cast. Um, oh, yeah, and Demetrius Joyette was in it. Yeah, Janelle Williams is the actual person's name. Ashley Leggett was in it? Oh, for, like, for like an episode. But as Ashley Leggett. <laughs> Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, she was yeah. DJ, the one I'm thinking of, whoever DJ is. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about now. Like, I had to see her face to remember, like, what her role was. Okay, I think she was, like, their, like, supervisor. Yeah, see, I I know her from Radio Free Roscoe. <laughs> Oh, she's <laughs> great show. I've been very curious about that show, but I never have. Oh, Naturally Sadie. You should watch the Radio Free Roscoe. And then watch Radio Free Roscoe, and then we can discuss. <laughs> uh, and then I watched, say, um, the one Michael was in. Any of Michael shows. Oh, the mystery. Like, the Zap Files. Yeah, that the one. Stays at Coldly High. I watched those. I, on uh, the other hand, I have seen many Canadian shows. Oh, I'm sure you have. <laughs> was it, was Hey Arnold Canadian? I feel like it was. No, I don't think it was. I think <laughs> he, it like, takes place in like New York. Yeah, but wasn't it like I feel like it's Canadian? I just feel it. I feel it in my bones. Okay. I, I feel it. Ow! I just hit my mic. New York, Canada. Okay. No, it could take place somewhere else, but it's made for you know. Hey. I wrote Shay. Hey, Arnold. Okay, fuck off. It may be American. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I saw Jacob too, too. 
<laughs> that was Canadian for sure. What was that? Jacob Tutu. What the hell is that? It's a great show. Anyway. Yeah. To the episode. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, today's episode is Dinner Guest. And do you have a summary, Vanessa? Yes. Casey becomes an evil Chef Ramsay. <laughs> uh, Edwin thinks he's like Donald Trump on The Apprentice or some shit. He's trying to like make deals. Uh, Derek is a horrible person and trying to avoid crying women. And then the dad shows up and he's just super nice, but totally ignores his kids pretty much. So, the episode starts with George at the dining room table, and Edwin comes barreling down the stairs to ask George to invest in a project he's working on. George denies him, and then Derek comes down the stairs, asking him for somebody to, so he can take Kendra out this Saturday, because he's short on cash. And Derek says that he can't pay for dates with the allowance he gets, so like, what's he supposed to do? So George is like, you get a job. <laughs> That's child uh, labor laws. It's too young. Oh, yeah. He's like 15, isn't he? Yeah. Actually, I, I think you some can... places do. Like, if a busboy, you can get a job, I think, at 15. It depends. You have to get your parents' uh, signature or something that says you're allowed to. Mm. You have to be get, like, permission. And then... Okay, so then the the phone rings and Derek picks it up, but then he doesn't say anything. And then yeah, cause Casey is like, "Yeah," because Casey answers the phone, and then she's like, "Hello, Derek, shut the phone!" Like, what the hell? Like, what the hell? That's not even what. She's like, Get off the phone! Get off the phone! And he just kind of smirks as he hangs up the phone. Like they know each other way too well. <laughs> Because he was even, like, half predicting that she would probably do that. And so then Marty comes down the stairs. And George immediately says that whatever she wants, she can pay with her tooth fairy money. Which I have to see how many teeth have she lost so that she can pay it with her tooth fairy money. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> I've seen kids get, like, ten cents from the tooth fairy. I've seen kids I used to get a dollar. Yeah. Or do but you get still. like dollar at more every time? It's like, oh, you lost your second tooth. Here's two dollars. That should that should be how it goes, I think. Apparently, if she if George is uh, having her pay with something with her tooth fairy money, he's cheap. And however, she says she only wants a hug, so George hugs her, but then she charges him ten dollars for the hug. Smart. Very good. Very smart. Uh, <laughs> Casey then comes down the stairs to announce that her dad is coming to dinner on Saturday. I love how she just doesn't ask anyone. She just decides. I know! It's like a bombshell. Like, okay. Like, I'm just wondering what the atmosphere in their house was before the divorce. Because, okay, maybe they did like, her dad didn't, like, cheat on their mom, for what we know, or anything like that. Any bad thing like that. It's just that he was never home. Yeah, I just think he was an absent father, like, Right, and like obviously an absent husband. So Nora got sick of it and she was like, see ya. See ya later, alligator. And so I'm just like wondering, like, yeah, maybe your parents 
didn't necessarily break off like badly, but they still broke up and they're probably very awkward to meet each other, especially when one's married again. Do we even know if he's married or not? I don't think so. I don't Maybe think he has married. something with his secretary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because um, I know a lot of fics are surrounded by like, oh, they're invite like he's inviting the girls to his wedding and everything like that. I've never I seen that. Really? Never. I've read a couple fics with that. Or like secretary? they go to like their house and they see like he's essentially like engaged to this woman or something. His like secretary. <laughs> are you eating a banana? Oh, it's a burrito. Oh, burrito. <laughs> From this angle, it kind of just like looked like a, a banana. No, it's a burrito. <laughs> so at school, Casey is telling Emily how her dad is coming to dinner. And naturally, you know, because Emily has some common sense here, she asks how Nora felt about it. <laughs> it's like the one time she has common sense. She does have common sense when it doesn't really revolve around Derek. Or her coolness. Right, yeah. So, Casey claims she was totally cool with it. But in a flashback, Laura literally tells that Casey that it was not cool. Yeah, and she's like having a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, that she invited her ex to dinner without telling her. Um, and then it is revealed that Casey's dad moved to New York and they don't see him often because of that. And I'm kind of wondering if that was the chain of events that broke them up. Like, Maybe. he got a job in New York, and he was like, hey, yeah, let's go. I have to go to this job over here. And Nora was like, wait, 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 wait. When the hell did this happen? Why are we doing that? Like, I could see something like that happening. Yeah, well, or making me think, have you seen Suits? No. Okay, well, it's lawyers in New York. It's, like, super high-profile lawyers. And the mm -hmm. way Casey, like, describes him as being, like, the moneymaker lawyer, big mm -hmm. corporate, blah, blah, blah. I'm wondering. I'm like, it's crossovers with suits, yo! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So then Derek is coming down the hallway with Kendra, and Casey says that as long as Derek behaves, everything's going to be fine. And then Emily laments that she can't believe Derek is still dating Kendra. And as they walk by, Emily says hi to Derek and reluctantly hi to Kendra. And Kendra does the same to her. Afterwards, Emily is super happy she got jealous vibes from Kendra. <laughs> what a weirdo. But Derek and Kendra do, like, you know, stop and talk to those two for a brief period. And he, he said to Emily, like, oh, still pitying the social awkward. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, she is, because he's a two-faced bitch. And Emily's just like, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, she gets it. She gets that two-faced uh, bitch. And then Emily asked if Derek's excited to meet Casey's dad this weekend. And Kendra gets all upset because this is supposed to be their date night. And Derek says that he needs to meet Casey's dad to know where a freak like her came from. And also that he's broke. <laughs> so then Casey immediately just, like, hands him some money. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> stop you. She hands him money, which I, looks like it was $20. I thought I saw a 20 on there. 
but I don't know what currency that is because that is not <laughs> Canadian money. And I will tell you this, why I know. That doesn't make sense, that whole sentence, but we're going with it. <laughs> Canadian money is colorful. Very colorful. I went to a Scottish wedding. A drunk Scottish man was asked where his Monopoly money was. That's the idea. It's very colorful. Right? Casey Hansen literally looks like a black and white bill. A Canadian bill for $20 is green. Straight up, and like... all American green. money is green. <laughs> no, but... You, yeah, but, like, this is, like, almost, like, lime green. I'm talking about. And it has the queen's face, like, front and center. That shit has They probably nothing. were, like, we don't want to actually use money money, so we're gonna just make a fake one. It's gonna happen so quickly, no one's gonna notice. Little but then Vanessa notices. <laughs> that I noticed it right away, and I was like, I hate you. <laughs> I hate when shows do this they're like oh this is a Canadian at least they didn't use actual monopoly money <laughs> at least yeah I can watch the show and then be like oh yes Canadian military I'm like that's not a Canadian army uniform you fucked it up that's not Canadian money you fucked it up <laughs> I can see it from a mile away so whoever was in charge to give that money to them you done fucked it up <laughs> so then Casey obviously hands them the money and Kendra then celebrates because then they're back on their date night is back on but also how is $20 gonna cover a date Derek's really cheap <laughs> were they gonna go to like the corner store and split a chips and soda yeah <laughs> I guess so but also back then mm-mm no, no, no. I mean, this was like this was like f- almost fifteen years ago. No, yes, well, I'm just still trying not to see. Go. Well, I'm just You're trying to go see. to McDonald's. Is that it? You can get McDonald's with that money. Well, if you only get like limited stuff, you get yeah. off the dollar menu. You get plenty. Yeah, you get that value menu. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to McDonald's. You can buy like twenty things with that, man. You can get a large fly, large fries. You get yourself a beverage. Share yourself a Big Mac? Done. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So then Casey goes to Paul's office and he, and cause she's just saying how she wants everything to be perfect. And he asks her like, why does everything have to be perfect? And Casey says that her father always told her that when you do something, you should do it right. Well, obviously her father didn't do family right. Her dad has put impossible standards on her from like, infancy so it doesn't look like that though at all i know but like i don't know if he's just completely like cooled out since like he's been like away from them it was the secretary she chilled him out oh god (laughs) and then casey's hoping that if the dinner is good enough that he'll visit more and then paul asks if she sees him enough and, you know, she says that he's a corporal litigator in New York, so they really don't. Suits. <laughs> so then Paul, he was like, oh, so he's a lawyer like George. How does Like he your know, stepfather. Though? Huh? Does, did Casey tell him that, like, George is a lawyer at some point? Um, pro- probably at some point, because look, look how much Casey talks to him. I think she talks to him at least once a day. I feel like maybe him and George were like homies. They go way back. (laughs) 
So the, George is um the one filing everything in case Casey goes nuts on him. Mm-hmm. You know, so George is like, oh, so they're they're both lawyers, and then Casey's like, yeah, but. George is like a help the little guy type of lawyer. My dad's like a big corporal. Like he makes the money more. <laughs> suits. Once again, suits. <laughs> what I'm trying to point out is you should watch suits, guys. And then Paul's like, okay, so how does George feel about this? And Casey's like, oh, he, he can't wait to meet him. And then it flashes to George talking to Lizzie, and Lizzie's just going on and on about how cool her dad is, and that he's been to so many places, like London and Paris. And then George jokes that he's been there, too, in Ontario. Yeah, you don't understand. You In Ontario, we have a bunch of places named after, like, places in Europe. So there's, like, Lisbon, Dublin... London, Paris, so you could totally travel to these places in your in Canada. Like, there's a whole list of them. You could just say, like, you've been, like, it's like, oh, I went to London, Paris, yes. Dublin. People are like, oh my gosh, really? Yeah, it's great places in Canada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all in Ontario. It's sad. Yeah, you don't even have to leave the province. Closest I'll ever get to Europe is going <laughs> and doing that, that, tr- tr- that trip. So, yeah, all right. You learn something new every day. George then starts, you know, saying, like, oh, you know, is he balding? Is he, like, you know, trying to find weaknesses that make him appear like a better alternative than, you know, their dad? And Liz is like, no, no, he's fine. He's good. Yeah, he's amazing. And George is like, well, I bet I can beat him in a thumb wrestling match. <laughs> and Liz is like, huh, yeah, maybe. But he has a black belt. <laughs> What does that have to do with thumb wrestling, though? <laughs> Just that, like, yeah, you could probably beat him in thumb wrestling, but he'd kick, kick your ass any other, like... But also, that would make sense why Lizzie is interested in karate, or Ooh, whatever maybe she that was does, doing. Yeah. Because her dad is. I can't see him playing, like, doing karate. Maybe he's, like, a mixed martial artist. He's, like, UFC. <laughs> and then Paul then tells Casey that her expectations are just a little too high. Since she's pressuring herself to make a fabulous meal and having everyone on their best behavior and perfect. But Casey doesn't think so. So all is well. Casey knows best. So then they're at the house and Casey goes up to Edwin in the living room and asks him not to emit any gas while her dad is there. And Edwin then proceeds to burp in her face like that. And then Casey's like, yes. And then he's like, and then he threatens to fart and Casey's just like, no. Don't even dare. <laughs> I enjoy just letting out a huge burp just to make people disgusted. I know. I'm You're one of them. <laughs> been on the other hand of that. <sighs> that was an accident. Like, I'll be gaming and I'm, I can feel one coming on and I'll just like do a huge burp and the person will be like, ew. And I'll be like, that was for you. <laughs> it's just what I do. So then Edwin says, like, he'll consider it if Casey will invest in his board game he's making. And Casey says no, and she says not to ask her father about the game either. And then it's shown Casey talking to Marty, reminding her not to pick her nose during the dinner with her dad. Mm -hmm. And then Casey goes to George asking 
for a favor for Saturday. And George guesses that she wants him to pay Derek to leave. But she's like, no, I already did that. <laughs> With that fake $20 bill. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> yeah. And instead, she wants him to park in the garage so her dad can park his convertible in the driveway. Well, isn't his car like the prince, so it's ugly as shit? I really want to know. We, we did see the prince, I think, in the vacation movie, but I don't know if that's the prince or not. I'm guessing it's prince, but... Isn't the prince, like, his car before he gives it up to them, but then, like, Casey puts flowers on it or some shit? I don't know. I don't, yeah, something like that. I don't know. But it's it's an old car, at least. But, yeah, um, I hide that, too. <laughs> probably has, like, a bunch of, like, dents and everything. <laughs> Knowing George. Yeah. So, Casey then goes to her mom, who is laying on the couch with a compress on her head because she has a headache from the stress. And then she asks her to put the new curtains um, up that she's been meaning to put up. What does that have to do with the visit, though? Like, oh my god, he's coming. Put those curtains up immediately. Because the curtains they have up are probably dust-filled and dirty and just nasty. No one's going to look at those curtains. I wouldn't look at the curtains. But Casey, she's like, just unnecessary shit. So she's like, Mom, put up the curtains. So Nora is all, I'll do it when I'm good and ready. And then Casey is just like, okay. And she sits there. And she sits there. And then Nora's like, okay, fine. Like, the power she has over her own mother. I I, I hate Casey so much. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. It then cuts to Edwin calling for Derek. He then tells uh, Kendra is on the phone for him. And Derek's like, I just talked to her. Mm -hmm. Like, what could she possibly want? And he's like, tell her I'm busy. So already Derek is completely like fed up with like Kendra shit. Like he is doesn't want to be a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, no. And so he tells Edwin, like, just make up something, say I'm busy, you know. So Edwin's like, Okay, um, yeah, Kendra, Derek is busy. Oh, why is he busy? Uh, uh he's he's sick. He's sick. And he has the wrong. <laughs> like, that's an excuse. Like, why would he be embarrassed with that? Like, that's a good excuse. <laughs> so then Derek snatches the phone out of his hands and is like, oh, yeah, Kendra, no, no, don't worry, I'm fine. <laughs> so is my tummy wummy or whatever he yeah. said. <laughs> yes, my tummy wummy is fine. It's Then it's Saturday morning and Casey is already up and ready early in the morning to get things ready and perfect for her dad's arrival later that day. She's trying to wake Lizzie up, but she is not having it. Like, she doesn't even look like she wants to get up for another five hours. And this is exactly Vanessa every day. Yeah, it is. I wake up (laughs) and I'll send a text saying, I'm weak every day. This morning, uh, Vanessa's like, hey, when do you want to, like, do another podcast? And I'm just, like, talking to her a bit. And I'm like, okay. Then I look at the time. It's 9.30 my time. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Oh. <laughs> Listen, I went potty. And then I couldn't fall back asleep. So I was just laying in bed. <laughs> I was just so, like, shocked. <laughs> Listen, it happens. Mm-hmm. 
sometimes you just don't want to wake up, and that's me 98% of the time. So, Casey, then it goes to Casey putting on the final touches to the dinner table decor, and Derek comes down the stairs saying, like, oh, maybe he should stay for dinner. So, of course, Casey's like, uh, you know, Derek, you won't like my dad. He has taste. He's sophisticated and intelligent. <laughs> and so she basically drags his ass to the door and, and pushes him out. And then a little bit later that night, Lizzie, you see Lizzie coming downstairs and the phone rings. And Casey answers it. And it's their dad. But immediately she starts getting really sad. And then she's just like, oh, okay. And then Lizzie asks, like, oh, what happened? What's wrong? And Casey's like, oh, dad can't make it. And then all of a sudden there's a ring for the doorbell. And oh, it's her dad. He he pulled a prank on them, Vanessa. You know what? This is why Casey probably has so many issues. Her dad's calling like minutes before, seconds before when he's doing saying, I can't make it. Her self-esteem and, like, she has love issues because her dad just randomly doesn't give a shit. It's why she is the way she is. Probably, yeah. But, yeah. Like, her dad's a nice guy, but he's a shitty dad. Yeah. So, you know, they're celebrating that he's there. And basically, just as they're all, like, finally celebrating that he's there, Derek waltz through the door and then right as then the new curtains that Nora just put up they fall so already this dinner is going off really well it's the best exactly how casey planned (laughs) yes so derek is putting up his coat and he's telling casey that her dad is pretty cool so like what happened to her yeah it's true (laughs) chill (laughs) so then casey asks why he isn't with kendra and Derek tells her that they got into a fight and it's over. Casey then leaves to finish up dinner, telling her dad not to listen to anything Derek says. So basically, right as she leaves the room, Edwin comes in, wearing a suit and tie, and he starts talking about his project. Casey's even like, Edwin, you better not be pitching! And Edwin's like, I'm not! And then to Dennis, so here's the pitch. Yeah, I love uh- that. That was great comedy. <laughs> and so... George then comes in. He's saying, like, oh, we should at least, like, feed our guests first before we ask him for money. And like, Ed- But Edwin even says, like, oh, you know, I'm asking you this because I know you're loaded. It's true. <laughs> I wish I was loaded. Me too. I wish I was so loaded that I'd never have to work again. That would be nice. The dream. And then we could maybe get a podcast going to every studio a podcast yeah a fucking legit podcast and then we can hire someone to edit it for us yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then shit would come out probably faster but not that much faster dude i don't know how we used to do it every week because we'd kill ourselves we'd be like oh my god we gotta get this done oh my god (laughs) like we had a schedule (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm lazy as fuck. But we also have more stricter, like, schedules now than we did back then, too. Yeah, like, I didn't actually have set days for work, which makes it would be like, oh, hey, that should be easier for you now that you know when you work. My work is taxing, okay? (laughs) I just want to sleep. That's all. Of course you do. I'm weak. (laughs) 
So then, you know, George and Dennis officially meet, and they're both like, this is weird. And like, yeah, it's it's super weird. And then Marty comes down to introduce herself and announces that she will not pick her nose tonight. <laughs> I wish I could say the same thing. Yeah. And Dennis was like, me too. Yeah. So... Meanwhile, in the kitchen, Casey seems to be having a very difficult time making dinner. Chef Ramsay, enter. <laughs> George comes in telling her that her dad is taking everyone out on a ride in his convertible and asks if she wants to go. But Casey says she can't because she's busy making dinner. So George asks if he can help and she tells him that, yeah, you can go get mom because she hasn't even said hello to Dennis. Yo. And George tries to... And George tries to say, like, well, she has a migraine. And Casey's like, she doesn't get those. <laughs> and then she just goes and yells down at her mom, like, stop faking. Get up here. And that, what's she saying? Something about butt? I'm trying to think. It's like, the only butt I should see. Oh, and then Nora was like, but. Yeah, the only then, butt I should see is the one that's in the seat or something. I don't know. Yeah, something in like 20 minutes. Because apparently that's when, like, everything's supposed to be done. But nothing looks like she's even started yet. So I don't understand how dinner can be ready in almost 20 minutes. Yeah. I just hate... I hate how she was speaking to her there. Yeah. Casey was top bitch this episode. Like, she's gone full, like... This is, like, Casey going full manic serial killer. (laughs) Like, it's bad. You better watch yourself with that knife she's using. Fucking... (laughs) (laughs) and then right after she's like talking she says that to her mom george is like okay i'll go down and try to like you know get her ready and everything so after casey deals with her mom the phone rings and it's kendra and immediately casey's like hey can you come and get Derek?" but apparently kendra never wants to see him again and casey's like i can relate uh, but i'll let him know that you never want to see him again when he gets back and then of course kendra's like wait where is he? Is he with another girl? And so Casey has to assure her that Kendra is not with another girl, all while shoving peppers into a paper bag and then throwing that into the oven. Yeah. What the (laughs) fuck was that? I was like, what is she doing? Is it because she was distracted or is she just that dumb? Like, the Madonna girls cannot cook. I mean, (laughs) Casey's apparently... Apparently Casey's supposed to be... Like, amazing. I think it's just because she was distracted. Yeah, like, or maybe she wanted to do roasted red peppers. and. But would putting into a bag, into a paper bag, gonna help? <laughs> I don't know. But she was going for that roasted, rustic red peppers, and maybe she thought the paper bag would give it some extra flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I love paper bag flavors. So do I. <laughs> yeah. It's like, she wants that, like, uh, smoked wood. Yeah, it's exactly what she's going for. She's like, but I don't have wood, but paper's bags are come from wood, right? So- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was her line of thought, okay? Yeah. And so... She also tells her, um, okay, so she strives for perfection so much that she didn't prepare any of this stuff. That's what I'm having a hard time. Like, she was spending the whole day getting everything ready, 
but she didn't have like all this stuff prepped necessarily before it. Yeah. Or she didn't try to make it beforehand. If she's such a perfectionist, this shit should have been ready. Like, like I wouldn't have made a dish I've never, I've never made before. For such an important occasion, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like I would have made something I knew off the top of my hat, off the top of my hat. I'm wearing a hat, so that's yeah. good with it. But yeah. <laughs> off the top of my head, like Philly cheesecake. And like, I think she's making Alfredo, so it doesn't even seem like no. That. She's making risotto. <laughs> Whatever. So does that mean you know how to make a Philly cheesesteak? I mean, you just you get steak. And then you put cheese on it on a bun on a roll. It's delicious. It's really not that hard. Will you make me some one day? <laughs> when we never meet. Yeah, when we never meet, can you make it for me, and I'll bring you some poutine. Uh, I guess tradesies. But also you guys don't have like the steakums i think that we don't have that we actually have to like go to a place and try and get people like butcher shops and get them to cut it thin for us we don't have that yeah we have things called steakums and they're literally just like frozen pieces of steak that you can just then chop up and everything like into like a cheese steak (sighs) i wish we could live that life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> instead we just fill our our arteries with cheese and gravy and fries <laughs> with poutine that shit's delicious I always see people like offering it around here but I'm always like uh. I wouldn't do it it's not legit Go to Wisconsin. that's why I think you actually having any Philly cheesesteak outside of like the east coast is not legit Go go to like Wisconsin. They're all about cheese, right? <laughs> it's about cheese. It's not about the steak and how you make it. Yeah, but no, I'm saying like if you want a poutine, get that fucking cheese in Wisconsin. They know how to make a poutine. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, but what if the gravy's not good? It's beef gravy. What if the fries are not good? It's fries. You can't fuck up fries. You can fuck up fries. No, you can't. Yes, you can. How the fuck do you fuck up fries? <laughs> they're not. <laughs> Maybe they're too mushy and they're literally mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'm, I'm disgusted by you. <laughs> I can tell you fucked up fries in your life. I don't think I've actually had because I like them really crispy, so I keep them in there. If I ever fucked up fries, it's because I burnt them. You fry fuckers. I fuck. <laughs> Should I put that as the title? Yeah. Dinner guest and fry. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Obviously censor it, but <laughs> no. No, it's great. We are an explicit podcast for a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay. So so everyone's coming in from the convertible ride. So and Casey's like, Lizzie, get in the kitchen. And Lizzie's like, okay. And she's like, now. Oh, God. So, like, Lizzie scurries on in there. And 
you know, while she's there, she tells Derek that Kendra had called and that, you know, he should call her. And he's like, oh, well, I'll call her later. And Casey's like, well, she's really upset. You should probably talk to her soon. And he's like, well, then I'll call her even later. (laughs) (laughs) Yuck, yuck. And to which, in, to which, like, Derek, oh, God, to which Dennis tells him he's a smart man. To Maybe be that's why Nora, like, broke up with him, because he was so insensitive. <laughs> and he was like, but I'm also, going. I don't know. It's very weird, like, in ways. I, I just think, again, Dennis is very clueless to what's going on. Like, he doesn't see the wrong and like, because to him... Waiting until, you know, his girlfriend or significant other is, like, calmer is better for him. But that's not necessarily what's best for them. You know what I mean? Like, he's not putting into their consideration. He's just doing what he wants to do. Yes. But... Casey then tells her dad, like, don't encourage him. He should be, he should go call his girlfriend. And Dennis reveals that when he was their age, that he did anything to avoid the talk and that he still does. Exactly. (laughs) And Casey is disgusted. (laughs) She's like, ew, my dad is like there. That's why she's (laughs) like, I understand now why mom broke up with you, bitch. (laughs) So, um,. Dennis also tells her he only has another hour before he has to go, and then he has to catch a flight. Um, so she's like, oh, great, and I gotta, like, you know, finish dinner quicker. So the McDonald girls are in the kitchen trying to finish it, but nothing seems to be working out. The goop in the pan isn't how it's supposed to be. And Lizzie thinks she just grated skin with the cheese. And Casey's all, make sure you didn't get any blood in the cheese. Jesus. Like, don't care about Lizzie, just care about the cheese. Yeah, pretty much. So, Nora finally comes upstairs, and she sees Dennis. Uh, Dennis tells George that he's a lucky man to not take her for granted like he did. And to come home for dinner every once in a while. So, I think that was a big issue. <laughs> he was just never home. Yeah. So, George says that he always comes home for dinner. And, in fact, he makes dinner most of the time. Which, okay, it's been proven to that he's like a bad cook, right? Yeah. They're always making fun. So why is he the one making dinner all the time? Because Nora's terrible cook, too. This family's doomed. Like, what? <laughs> remember that one episode they bought, like, pizza, like, twice? In the- <laughs> you mean what I do every day? <laughs> are, you, but, are you telling you know. me that I'm doomed? Yes. Yes, you're right. You right. <laughs> I was actually thinking of ordering more tonight. <laughs> ordering what? I don't know. I had a coupon for Uber Eats that was thirty percent off, so I was gonna browse. <laughs> Bro, I had pizza last night. Delicious. With cheese fries. Did you fuck them fries? <laughs> they were good fries. There you go. You fry fucker. Yeah. So. Okay. Alright. So everyone is just sitting at the table waiting for the dinner. Because Casey still hasn't brought it out. Her and Lizzie are still trying to get everything together. 
Um, but they like switch roles for some reason, and somehow Casey hits the olive oil that's on the counter, and so it goes spilling right in front of it. And George's like, "What's going on in here?" And he almost wipes out, but luckily he doesn't. Yo, I would have broken a hip. My legs would have like, <laughs> like split in opposite directions, and then my groin would have pulled, and I would have fallen and like broke my hip because I'm uh, eighty. Like I feel it because you're eighty. <laughs> I feel the pain. So when George eventually comes back out, you know they're like, "Oh, what's happening?" Oh, it's fine. Everything's fine in there. It's it. They'll be done soon. And Edwin, at this point, is trying to play his game at the table, which is about gas facts. And is it's that not like it gas. It's not like natural gas. I think it's just like farting. Yeah, basically. And like burping, I guess. Yeah. Because like one of them is like silent but deadly, the categories. Like, I don't really understand the game and I don't really think they elaborated too much, but no. <laughs> they're trying, like, Edwin's trying to play this game. But eventually, Casey finally comes out with the plate but because of that darn olive oil she slips did no one clean it up no no one cleans it up (laughs) she slips and she falls and so does the dish and lizzie comes out not long after with salad and she does the same thing so dinner has been ruined and then nora is like oh what's that smell and don't you know it? Casey never took the brown bag out of the freaking oven with the red peppers. Well, and the whole kitchen is filled with, like, smoke. So they have to call the fire department. And you know what? <laughs> they probably all enjoyed those rustic roasted red peppers. <laughs> with that paper bag smell. That fucking paper bag flavor profile. <laughs> That's what I've been missing from all my food. There you go. I see. I know about it because I watch Hell's Kitchen and stuff. So I know all about these intense mm-hmm. flavor profiles that are super elegant, like the paper bag. It's a staple. Oh. It's a Chef Ramsay staple. Mm-hmm. So then it cuts to everyone in the living room eating pizza and wings as the firemen are leaving the house. So Derek's, you know, saying goodbye to the fireman. He's like, yeah, I know. I don't, everyone should know that if you put paper in the oven, it's going to catch on fire. <laughs> totally. So he's saying goodbye to them. And when he turns back into the house, Casey's like, don't you dare say one word. Or else when we call them next, it's going to be for an ambulance. <laughs> Serial killer Casey. <laughs> Just then, uh, Dennis gets up from the couch. He's like, well, I think I've had enough excitement for one night. And he says he has to leave to catch his flight. And Casey's distressed to learn he's already leaving, especially since she didn't even get to spend any time with him yet. Whose fault is that? Well, Casey, but still. (laughs) Who comes, like, who gets a flight to Toronto, travels to London to stay for, like, Two to three hours, maybe not even, and then it's like, "Yo, peace, gotta go again." Dennis. Like you don't you? How, when's the last time you freaking seen your your daughters? You know what? Dennis is flexing his corporate money. That's what's happening. Private jet. <sighs> flexing his corporate suits money. Dennis leaves and everyone settles back into the living room. And Nora tells Casey that she's actually really glad that they did that. 
And Casey, she has like watery eyes and she agrees, but then she says she has to finish cleaning up the kitchen. <laughs> that was me pretending to be Casey. <laughs> so Casey's in the kitchen, she's cleaning things up, and eventually Derek comes in and asks if everything's fine. Casey tells him that the oven should make a full recovery. And Derek asks if she'll make a full recovery. She admits the dinner fiasco was her own fault and she was striving for perfection. So, you know, she'll, she'll deal with it. But Derek notes that at least she got to see her dad and that he's a great guy. And so here comes the waterworks. Ugh. Casey said that she knows he's a great guy because she's her dad. And that if he had actually gone out with Kendra, then maybe she would have actually gotten to speak with him. <laughs> and Derek's all like, no, 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 stop it, stop it, stop it. And she's like, what? <laughs> what? I don't do tears. Why do you think I haven't called Kendra yet? Because you're a dick, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> So then, you know, after she talks to Derek, Casey is in the living room watching TV all sad-like when the doorbell rings. And Casey goes to open the door and to see it's Dennis. And she immediately asks if everything's alright. And he admits that the plane left without him, but that he missed it on purpose. (gasps) Dennis tells her that he realized how big this night was for her and for him. Casey says that she was too wrapped up making trying to make it perfect, but it ended up being perfectly awful. But Dennis, yeah, but Dennis disagreed, saying it was wonderful. He also said he shouldn't have come in and left so quickly like that. Well, no freaking shit. And Casey tells him that they miss him so much, basically because they just don't see him. And, you know, she starts crying, and then she hugs her dad, and they have this really sweet moment. <laughs> And Dennis just kind of says that he's so proud of her and Lizzie for dealing with so much, like the divorce, the new city, school, and that talking to a guy like Derek is a lot easier than dealing with these kind of emotions. And then Casey just kind of asks Dennis if Derek is the one who called him to come back, which... Dude, did you not realize that Casey (laughs) was like... So, like, he didn't probably talk to her, like, the whole time he was there. Do you not think that's much of an issue? No. Like, Like, even Derek could tell that she was not herself when he went into that kitchen. So, yeah. So, Dennis basically admits that Derek is the one that called him, but he was like, I've been sworn to secrecy, so... (laughs) And Casey says that he had no right to do such a nice thing. thing. (laughs) I dare. So the episode ends with Edwin, Marty, Nora, and George uh, trying to play Edwin's game. And then Casey comes downstairs announcing that Dennis is going to be coming the following week to take her and Lizzie out for dinner. Once again, flexing <clears throat> that cash flow. Mm-hmm. George is like, where um, do I get that money? 
Derek then comes in, his hair a mess and lipstick marks on him. And Casey asks if things worked out with Kendra. And nah. he said, yes, they, they had a nice talk. <laughs> nah. Alright, so I, I like this. I think this is a good Daisy episode. Because it shows obviously how much they, at least how much Derek knows Casey, even when he doesn't want to. How much her, her, her father doesn't know his own kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm here for two day, two hours. Oh, I gotta go. My secretary is waiting. Peace. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know I'm right. I just wonder if, like, how Casey sees her dad... Like, I'm wondering if he had changed at all since, like, they all lived together. Apparently not. Or if, like, she just saw him so sporadically that when he was home, he just seemed like a completely different person than who he is, like, actually. Or if, Or if, you know, this is him. It's just that now that she's older, she's experiencing more of his personality. Maybe she has Stockholm without actually being Stockholmed, and she just loves him when she shouldn't because he's never there. <laughs> Baby, I'm regardless. I'm Casey's an expert up. at these scenarios. Okay, like I got my degree in like family medicine. I know how this shit is. And what university did you get this degree in? The University of... (laughs) (laughs) The University of Family Medicine. The University of Medicine du Famille. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't wouldn't have heard of it. It's a a French university. Uh... It's, it's very that gives out degrees. They give out degrees. They're uh, top secret. Top secret. It's French, so you wouldn't know because you're not French. You have no access. <laughs> to it. it's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. As a French person, I am allowed to go there. Okay. Okay. So that's it for today. If you have any questions, make sure to send us an ask on Tumblr.com. Well, no. At daisy.tumblr.com. Or you can ask us on Twitter at OopsieDaisyPod. Or you can send a voice message on Anchor, which will be in the description uh, for this episode. And yeah, or you can leave a message on the YouTube comments if you're there. The YouTube. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sisterhood. <laughs> okay, bye bye. Peace out, homie. Jay! <laughs>